The most attractive quality a person can have is the ability to ask good questions. Questions that cut through the fluff, that circumvent tedious small talk, press through people's reservations, and just get to the heart of a matter. And I think the art of asking really great questions, it's a gift. The gift for asking powerful questions was something I first noticed in meetings with my mentor, and he is the king of doing this. And since observing the skill in him, I look for the trait a lot in other people. Whether it's a friend, a colleague, a romance, I find I am most naturally attracted to people who ask really good questions. The people who are good at this inspire me to get good at it also. And as an artist, I know, as in any art form, if you want to get good at something, you have to practice. It requires so much practice. And I believe that there is an art to really good question asking. So I decided I want to practice this too. And my favorite place to practice this skill is actually, funny enough, on airplanes. So before you guys who are like the type who throw your headphones in immediately upon sitting down, don't get weirded out if you put your headphones in or if someone does. I take that as my cue that this probably isn't going to be my conversation buddy. However, I find airplanes are they're a great place to start talking to a complete stranger and a great place to ask them questions. And if someone sitting next to me wants to talk, I want to listen. As a result of this practice of airplane listening, I've made a couple lifelong friends on flights. I've been asked on a lot of dates on flights. I've made a few business connections, and I've surprisingly learned a lot about people. I've had my life changed more than once in the sky, and on one surprising occasion, I had a complete stranger out of the blue lean over mid-conversation and kiss me right smack dab on the lips, which is so not okay. But hey, I suppose practice airplane listening at your own risk. But for as many weird or impactful situations I've been on on airplanes, one stands out from the pack, and it's not the random kiss. I was on a flight from Boise, Idaho to Louisville, Kentucky, and I was sitting next to an insanely interesting individual who had made the transition from working at the top of the top of corporate America to quitting, buying a large cabin in the woods of Kentucky, and turning this cabin into a worship center for anyone who wanted to come receive prayer and worship God. The cabin is in Louisville, Kentucky. It's called the Iron Bell, and it's one of the most unique environments you'll ever step into. Now, this man on the flight spoke to me about God, which would freak most people out, but I'm a Christian, and I'm pretty hard to freak out in general, so I was pretty cool with it. But something he said stuck with me. Something he said changed everything for me. He talked about how he hit a major plateau in his spiritual life. Things felt laborious and dry. He was pretty lukewarm. And one night he was praying. He was upset and he spoke out loud to God and just lamented, God, I'm, I'm so, so sorry. I just don't love you enough. He prayed, God, I'm sorry. I just don't love you enough. And almost immediately he heard God speak back to him in response. And God said, 
It's not that you don't love me enough. It's that you don't know me enough. Because if you knew me, if you really knew me, you couldn't help but love me. Have you ever heard something and you knew it was simply meant for you? It was meant for your ears. You were supposed to hear it. That's how those words felt, God's response in his, in his situation. I mean, the response hit my heart like a bullet, and it sunk in deep. And the wound didn't kill me, though it did kill something inside me. It killed my apathy, and it birthed a searching in me. The conversation ended when the flight did, and I went home and prayed that night. God, wow, I want to know you. I want to know you, but I, I, I mean, I know you, but I, I want more. I want to really know you. And little did I know, after praying that, my life would change forever. How do you really get to know someone? You spend time with them. You ask them good questions. I do this in life, and I do this in my art. So I'm an actor, a storyteller. So I know that every book, movie, play, or piece of art worth its salt is always searching to answer a question regarding the human condition. One of the first things I do when I get a script or a play is diagnose what I think that main question is. And then I look at the character I'm playing as someone new I'm just getting to know. And if I'm going to play them, I have to know them inside and out. So I start in my notebook, a list of questions I want to know based on the information I already have. This is step one of my method for understanding character. And then I usually journal responses as the character. I know that this is going to sound radical, but... I wonder if anyone has ever done a character analysis of God. The Bible is the most famous and widely purchased book in all human history. And I wonder if I took the text of the Bible and broke it down deeper than any script, if we could together learn about the character of God. Now, I'm not going to be treating God like a character I'm playing, I'm not going to be imagining his answers and then journaling him here for you guys to listen to. That would be exceedingly above my pay grade and not to mention really morally wrong. And to be honest, I'd prefer not to share too many of my opinions at all on this podcast. I mean, we live in an age where everyone is shouting their opinions from the rooftops and I find that noise, that opinion storm to be exhausting for the soul. No, I don't want to bombard you with opinions. I don't even want to tell you what you should think. I simply want to read the most famous book in the world and point out how the answers, how it answers the deepest questions of the human heart. I want to ask God some questions and see what we can learn in the text about his responses. The Bible is made up of 66 different books collected together, penned by roughly 40 different authors, and written over a time span of 1,500 years. But yet, there is one overarching storyline 
one central character woven through the lives of hundreds of micro-characters. The events of the book start with the beginning of time, and they end with the end of time as we know it. What a fascinating journey this is going to be. And might I just say that no matter who you are or what your background is, Christian, atheist, Muslim, agnostic, Buddhist, Hindu, whatever it is, I'm really glad you're here. You are so welcome here. But before we embark on this together, I want to be very transparent with you so that no one feels they have the wool pulled over their eyes a few episodes in. As I said earlier, I am a Christian, and I believe absolutely everything in the Bible really happened. I wish everyone believed it, and my beliefs will color how I discuss some of the questions and topics going forward. But the point of this podcast is to pull on the text to shine a light on the nature of God. It is a character analysis, an honest character analysis based on the text. It is a get to know this person. So you can listen and make up your own mind after that. Perhaps you will take this journey and simply be a more informed person on the other side. Perhaps you will take this journey and become a radically transformed person on the other side. Perhaps you just subscribe because you want to know more about the most famous book in human history. Perhaps you subscribe because you really want to know if God is real or not, or if Jesus is everything he's hyped up to be. No matter where you're traveling from, I'm really glad to have you aboard. I think we have a lot to learn from the people we travel with, like my friend on the airplane who inspired me to pray, God, I want to really know you. My favorite verse in the Bible is in the book of Jeremiah. It's Jeremiah 29, 13. God says this, You will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. To those who really want to know God, if he's real, what he's like, you will not be prevented. To those who knock, the door is opened. Those who seek will always find. Welcome aboard. This is Spiritual Hall. I hope you will subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe and let's sail the holy waters together.